What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Young and Getting Wiser. I'm your host, Caitlin, and I'm really happy to be recording the second official episode of the podcast. It's been two weeks since we started this thing, and it's been really fun working hard on the Instagram, getting the exposure out there. If you want to go follow it, by the way, it's at Young and Getting Wiser. So I want to start to tie in sort of like a catch-up conversation, not catch up like the food, like we're catching up. Before we get into the actual topics of the episodes, I feel like it just helps it smooth into the content better. But anyway, so there was a lot of shit going on last week for me, and I'm going to tell you a win and an L. I'm not going to say loss. It's just an L, you know? L's happen. It's fine. We're taking the L. Saying L out loud like that is really cringy, but it's fine. We're going with it. I think one of the wins for me besides starting the podcast, launching everything out would be I'm getting back into my routines. I'm exercising every day now. I'm like proud of myself because it took me a while to get back to doing all this after coming home and like actually reorganizing everything in my life. I went through all the stuff I owned, throughout stuff I didn't need. So I've really emptied it down before we could start building it back up. But we're here now and I'm so happy about it. I have a bunch of furniture from my college house that I actually just moved into my current place. And so now I have a desk. That's where we're at now. We're recording the podcast here. It's like kind of official feeling. Moral of the story, it's really nice to have furniture in your room that you actually use. And it's really weird. Interior designers will be like, obviously. But it's really weird that furniture makes a room feel bigger. I've never been able to wrap my head around that. I don't get it. I'm never going to get it. Anyways, I guess that's the wins for this week. Let's go into the L's. I missed three appointments last week. It was actually ridiculous. Like, how do you miss three? Two, two's pushing it. One's like, okay, it happens. Three. The first one, I got the time wrong. The second one, I got the dates wrong, like the actual day. And the third one wasn't actually my mistake. It was the insurance company's mistake because I got in a little fender bender. Someone hit me. You're going to want to hear this. This is an important story. Caused a small little damage on the back of the bumper, like a paint bubble, whatever, but it's still annoying. Got it priced out eventually this week once I finally got the appointment correct. And do you know how much that costs? Like when I tell you, it's probably the size of your entire hand. Like that's the damage it did. $950, which is absolutely mind boggling for something I didn't even do. So that's a little rant. Always have insurance. Hopefully insurance covers it. But yeah, lesson learned there. So those are my wins and my L's of the past week or so. I want to get into this episode, which is going out to all my people who have so many interests, those multi-interests, multi-hobby, multi-career interests, like having so many things you're interested in, but not knowing what in the world to do with it. As we all know, we're in a time with so much information overload and content overload where it's all these things being thrown at us of you should do this to make the most money. You should do this to get rich quick. You should do this to be cool. Like whatever it is, there's so many paths to take right now. And it's so overwhelming, especially for the people like myself who struggle with figuring out which one am I going to stick with? Because there's a lot of temporary fixes out there. There's a lot of temporary like, oh, I'll be interested in this for now to get money quick. And then like, then what though? Like once you're there, is that really going to make you happy? I feel like especially when it comes to the creative space, this is so much more prominent and I'm not really sure about others. I just work with creative people with like communication stuff a lot. It'll be sustainable for a small bit of time, like maybe a few months, but then give it a couple years or so when the industry changes, when AI comes out, all this stuff. I am so interested to see kind of how 
that's been affecting all these short-term gigs. It almost feels like all these things that were once hobbies and you felt comfortable with them just being hobbies now hold so much pressure on them to make money using that hobby. The other day, I was just enjoying my little afternoon, making some jewelry for a friend for her birthday. And I already thought to myself, I was like, how can I monetize this? But it's like, why do I need to constantly have something to monetize when it used to be a hobby? And I don't know if this is like a universal experience that a lot of people are also experiencing because, you know, we see the things on Instagram where it's like no fail method to make money off of this. I guess it's just a matter of weighing the pros and the cons of if it's worth doing it for money or if it's worth doing it to just try it for yourself. So maybe keep money out of it when you're weighing if you're going to try something or not because it can be confusing. Money making income and trying something to explore your interests are pretty different things and I think mixing them together out of the gate and just immediately mixing them can be a little bit overwhelming. So I guess what I'm trying to say is work your way up to that, but maybe don't start thinking that. I recently found this app and this is not sponsored, but if you want to sponsor me, I'd love it, called Deep Stash. And it's like scrolling through stuff, but instead of being useless media, it's like excerpts from books or podcasts or things that could help you. One of the points that was made in this little scroll session, I was like, oh, that's a good highlight. I'm going to read it out. It's about mediocrity and happiness. So basically it says 99% of the people in the world are convinced that they are incapable of achieving great things. So they aim for the mediocre. Competition is strong for realistic goals. Excitement is the more practical synonym for happiness, and it's the thing that you should pursue. Boredom is the enemy, not failure. So what I got out of that was if you're like me or not, or you just have multiple interests and there's a long list of things you want to try one day or ideas you have that you don't know if you should pursue, start by looking through that list, either mentally or physically, write a list or mentally picture it. Pick which one seems the most sustainable, meaning it's not going to vanish in a month unless you know that you want it to be a month-long thing keep that in mind like it can be a thing where you're like let me just try it for a month if it sucks we're done do that but weigh whether or not you want this to last for a while decide if it's for you or if it's for money are you doing this to monetize it get rich quick like we talked about earlier or is this kind of something that you're gonna do put your passion into it and then see where it goes and lastly if that excitement is what you're seeking through these random hobbies that you may have or things you want to pick up or things you want to try. Don't be afraid to try it. Remember what we said earlier, the boredom thing keeps you at the point you're at. So that was a unexpected motivational speech right there, but hopefully that inspired you to like try the thing that you have had on your mind forever. Like for me personally, it's literally this podcast and it's like, it's fun. Like I'm having fun doing it. Having a bunch of random interests used to be something that used to stress me out and I was like, what am I going to do with this? I feel like I have no clear direction. It kind of gives you the power to change things up whenever you want rather than seeing it as a negative thing as like, oh my gosh, I'm so lost. What do I pick? Pick one, go with it and have fun with it. Like see where it takes you. It's nice to have these reminders sometimes that as human beings, we're not meant to stay the same or stick with the same idea throughout our entire lives. Like we are meant to be constantly evolving and constantly changing and trying new things, whether it's throughout your 20s, throughout your career, throughout your personal relationships, whatever it is, there's so much to try out there and it doesn't even make sense to stick with this one idea that you thought you were into when you were like 16 or 17 and have just written it out. From what I've noticed, it doesn't seem like that makes you happy. And I just think people can be into 
more than one thing. I've seen online that that's called multi-passionate. I don't know if that's a very commonly used phrase, but that's what I saw when I was kind of researching stuff for this episode. These things you want to try don't all have to be related at all. In our society, I guess it can feel a little bit more safe to have related ideas because it feels like more of a secure path for you to follow. But play around with these things and embrace those differences in your hobbies and your interests and your career ideas and all of these things that you want to try. I mean, if we're getting like real talk here, our world is turning entrepreneurial. Like it's, it's we're straying away from that nine to five, as we've all noticed, you know, like things are changing so much. That's Captain Obvious over here. I think with that, it's going to be more and more easy to explore these different things. And again, that's only if you want to make money from this or you want to make a career out of it because you don't have to. Keep evolving. Keep trying that new thing and it doesn't have to be related. That's the biggest thing I want to stress here because, you know, that's something that I've struggled with. I thought that I had to find something related to all my different interests across the board. When I was in college, I was like, I don't know if I should major in this because I have these interests, but I could also study this, but I also could try this. It's okay. Just like pick one for now. Don't think long term anymore. (laughs) I don't know if this is poor advice. This is what I tell myself. And I also just want to say set goals for like long term when it comes to your well-being and your best interest at heart in your career and stuff i think our generation in specific has a very tough time with commitment and there's ugly in that there's also beauty in that in a lot of different areas of life just how things are right now i feel like that might be the the best bet when it comes to specifically hobbies and interests and things you want to try There's something that I've been saying so much recently. If you've been around me, you've probably heard me say it. Everything always works out. And it literally does. Think of something in your life. I'm sure there's like those those crazy circumstances where something didn't. But you know what I mean. Like mostly everything always works out in one way or another. And if it doesn't work out, it worked out that it didn't work out. (laughs) If that makes any sense. I feel like it'd be funny to share the origin story of how I started saying this. So I was on a road trip with two of my friends and we're like far away from home. We're in middle of nowhere, Tennessee. We're on our way to Bonnaroo and we had stopped at Wendy's. We were kind of two hours away. We were really pushing it with arrival time because the gates were going to close if we were any later. So with that being said, we stopped at this Wendy's. I was driving. We get out of the car. I locked the keys in the car and so we're kind of freaking out. We're like, oh my God, like we're going to need a hotel. Like we're screwed. We're not getting there on time, all this stuff. It was this whole shebang. We were asking these random truck drivers if they had a crowbar to literally break into the car that we were driving. I'm on the phone with AAA. They're super far away from the middle of nowhere that we were at. So that was kind of a panic. So then I ended up calling a local Keysmith company. So like very deep South kind of company. I'm about to give them my credit card information so they can like have the down payment and then come find us. I look in my purse to grab my credit card. Mind you, it's been like 45 minutes that we're sitting here panicking, being like, oh my God, this sucks. Like just being really mad. The keys were in my purse. Like they weren't even locked in the car. And this whole time we were panicking. And from then we were, we breathed the sigh of relief. We all got in the car. We were laughing about it. And like we went through that drive through in Wendy's, got some food. Whole time we were like, you know what? Everything always works out. Like we're on our way. We're back into it. It's fine. And from there, 
I just started saying that more and like applying that to everything. I made it my little phone background and I have a little poster in my room that I just like wrote on a piece of paper and like hung it up. It says everything works out because it does. So hopefully that gives some insight as to like how something can seem really shitty or even scary and then it ends up being totally fine and dandy and works out in a way that you would have never expected. So if you can't tell, this kind of ties in to that little idea that I was trying to encourage you to try out for yourself and maybe dabble in those multifaceted interests of yours because that has taken me to this point today and like all this advice that I'm giving you it's in the form of advice but really it's the things that I've applied to my own life and realized for myself so kind of talking it out like advice is helpful for me too because it shows me oh this actually did work for me anyways there are so many so many so many so many opportunities that you're going to have in your life or that are currently about to happen to you or did happen to you that you had no idea about and you can never plan for it i recently listened to an episode it's psychology of your 20s podcast love that one by the way and she was talking about the five-year plan and how that's actually not applicable to a lot of people's lives because you can never predict that far ahead and it's almost like a comfort thing for people to have a five-year plan and be like oh I'm gonna do this 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 I had one all throughout college and I would edit that thing every few months and at this point in my life too I'm still editing it all the time like I you would have asked me in what May if I would have had all these ideas to start doing certain things in my life I would have said no fucking way that's not what I'm doing or that's not even on my mind to do whatever it's so crazy how much once you align with your higher self and I want to do a whole episode on aligning with your higher self and what that means in a literal term and a spiritual term everything once you align with that version of you that you are trying to become so much falls into place for you where you don't even have to stress it or plan it or struggle to figure things out and this is coming from me i'm very much a planner i'm very much i like staying on the plan change is something i'm getting used to as i kind of spoke about in the last episode and being more comfortable with like things changing split second and being cool with it going with that so coming from someone who likes to plan a lot of things likes to have a clear idea of like what to expect to feel comfortable so being vulnerable here doing that for me it makes me feel safe like I have a lifeline to lean on if something goes wrong I'm like you know what it's fine I'm still gonna stick with that five-year plan but lately as I've been realizing and reevaluating and things like that and taking in everything that's happened that I didn't expect I've been realizing the amount of things that can come to you when you just go with it and you go with the flow and you live in your flow and like living in flow is a huge thing that also helps you align with who your ideal self is and yeah so it's just really cool how things can come at you that you would have never expected never planned for and they can be beautiful they can be amazing they can be so cool they can suck they can throw your life in a loop whatever it is things happen and a lot of times like i was saying earlier it ends up working out in the long run I think it's a matter of being open to things that come at you and being open to exploring ideas that you have in your head like we've been talking about throughout this episode and just being like, you know what, maybe it's not what I had anticipated for for the next two years, but 
maybe I will move to this city for this job opportunity that I didn't really see coming. Or maybe I will try this new food that I didn't think I'd order because I looked at the menu prior to even arriving to the restaurant. Like things like that. It can be as small scale or large scale. Being open to these things that happen at a split second, these split second changes, these opportunities that you didn't expect or never would have thought would come to you allows so much goodness to flow into your life and so much potential for you to align with your purpose or what you're meant to do on this earth and if you are not a believer of a purpose I think this still can apply to you because it's taking you on a different track than you would. I always like to think about the butterfly effect and how the smallest decision that you make can affect everything else and that kind of would always put pressure on my decisions that I'd be like well damn if I make this decision what else can change for me or like what's not going to happen for me and the butterfly effect is kind of like it's like a domino effect basically and it's if you take this right turn or you miss your turn and you missed all this stuff that could have been there I think changing that narrative from being missing all that stuff to you now found all this new stuff going that other direction I think that's really important to start to implement and it's making it less negative of a connotation, more positive, being a little bit more optimistic with these random ideas, random opportunities, and just going for it. That's what this time in our 20s is for. It's to explore things. It's to try new things. It's to learn from your mistakes, to realize that you are making mistakes and that you don't know everything. I'm only 22. I don't know much but I'm learning every day more and more about who I am. I'm learning more about the stuff that helps me align with who I want to be in the future and all of this. A lot of my anxiety over certain things that I'm not sure about, if they're going to work out or if it's going to be a good result or if it'll be worth all the work in the end comes from me not trusting myself and not trusting my gut and I think there's a lot of power in trusting your intuition and your gut and your gut feelings because a lot of times... That is your body literally telling you, go for it, do it, or absolutely not. You're not meant for this. Your brain is picking up on other signals, thinking that you are meant for it, but then your body knows best because I'm a big believer. Everything's connected. Your brain, your body, your soul, your mind, everything like that, your being is all one thing. And if you have a gut feeling, you better listen to it because that's your inner voice telling you to do something or to not do something. And trusting my gut has kind of been one of the things that I'm working on more recently with all these random decisions coming at me left and right about life, about these next chapters, all this stuff. And trusting my gut is something that's kind of scary because you never know what kind of thing it's going to bring up for you. It's like, oh, suddenly I'm like something's telling me to move to Colorado or whatever it is, like something random like that. Something's telling me to go skiing this weekend. Try to key into that. Try to listen to it and then see if that creates more opportunities for you and more things that you would have never had thought you were going to have or maybe hobbies you never thought you'd pick up or people you never thought you'd meet. It's cool stuff. Once you really like dive into all of the, I, I want to say metaphysical workings behind the scenes, that's what I believe in. You don't need to believe that. If it if for you it's all of the things that are aligning for you just because you're living in your highest potential then that's that i don't even want to dive into the manifestation talk because i think that word is really overused lately and it's not 
even what it's supposed to be anymore because of everyone making their own definition from it. But whatever that is, it's kind of showing up in your life as something that you would have never thought. So I really hope that this conversation gave you some motivation to maybe try something new when it comes to things that you're interested in or hobbies or moving somewhere, trusting your gut, and also letting loose on the grip that you think you have over the next few years and your future because things happen left and right as we know as we grow up and throughout our whole lives you can never predict and it's so such an uneasy feeling for the planners out there to be like oh my god i can never predict anything that's actually really scary it's scary but those scary things are what makes us grow as individuals and as people and as a collective and when you have that fear about starting new things you got to recognize that and try to overcome it and that's something i'm personally working on as well so i found some questions for overcoming fear that i just wanted to share because some of these were really helpful for me ask yourself what is your absolute worst case scenario what could you do to repair the damage if this came to pass or didn't work out What are the temporary and permanent outcomes and benefits of a more probable scenario? What are you putting off due to fear? What's the cost of not doing it? And what are you waiting for? Hopefully you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to start this new thing. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for that job. I'm going to go for that relationship. I'm going to go for that self-growth, whatever it is. I hope I hyped you up a little bit. If not, I hope this offered you some sort of entertainment. Thank you so much for listening to episode two. I'm going to wrap up here. Stay tuned for next week. We actually have a guest coming in, the first guest. It's really exciting. We're going to have some really good talks for you lined up. It's one of my really good friends, and we always have those great conversations. So I'm excited to share it with you all, and thank you again so much for listening. Be sure to leave a rating on the podcast if you're on Spotify and Apple Music. It helps a lot with the growth, helps other listeners like you find this podcast podcast and also is going to help me take it to where we want it to go eventually but that's all from me thank you again so much for listening i'm your host caitlin and this was young and getting wiser